Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A couple people sent me a story uh, from News Nation Now. And News Nation is a, a network on the cable. They cover news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And a good friend of mine works there. And uh, I actually appeared on their channel at the Woodward Dream Cruise for about three minutes one morning. A lot of fun. But here the story is about a lawsuit involving cookies. Cookies. The cookie lawsuit. <laughs> Recipe for a lawsuit. Cookie company sues its rival. Now, Liz Jasson and Leland Vittert wrote this story for News Nation. And uh, Crumble Cookies says that Dirty Dough is playing dirty and knocking off their cookies. So it's two cookie companies who are at it in court. The businessman facing a lawsuit from Crumble over the cookie similarities says the whole thing's silly. Now, I'll admit I know nothing of Crumble Cookies or Dirty Dough Cookies. Uh, My knowledge of cookies of the store-bought variety pretty much ends at Oreos and uh, chocolate chip uh, chips ahoy. So the businessman says it's silly. They believe, according to that lawsuit, that they own the right to make cookies. They used sprinkles so we can't use sprinkles? That's the founder of Dirty Dough Cookies, Bennett Maxwell, speaking to News Nation on Balance with Leland Vittert Thursday night. Dirty Dough has stolen trade secrets from Crumble's internal database. An ex-employee has turned over at least 643 megabytes of information that Dirty Dough had in their possession. Now, that's a statement from the CEO of Crumble. So, <laughs> again, Crumble Cookies is, is going after the uh, Dirty Dough, and they claim that one of their ex-employees stole 643 megabytes of information, and presumably that was some kind of proprietary information. So what kind of proprietary information might you have in the cookie business? And a recipe might be one of them, but that's really, really tough to go after uh, because um, recipes uh, famously cannot be like uh, trademarked and copyrighted and protected where other people can't use them which is why they try to keep those uh, secret herbs and spices secret or the secret formula of the soft drink secret because if somebody can just reverse engineer it, they can. Um, Crumble's lawsuit claims that Dirty Dough committed trademark infringement, copied presentation and menu rotation, and stole trade secrets, including recipes. Now, if I've got a recipe in a safe, and you break in and steal that recipe, well, yeah, that's obviously a problem. You're stealing something. But if I have a recipe and you figured it out on your own, that's a different thing altogether. So that's the real question here. So legal filings from Crumble, obtained by the Wall Street Journal, allege that Maxwell's brother, and Maxwell is the founder of Dirty Dough, they allege that Maxwell's brother was a former employee at Crumble and stole files containing dozens of recipes, apparently, when he left. That's what they're saying. Crumble's recipes are among its most prized assets, and Crumble carefully guards their secrecy to protect them from falling into competitors' hands, the Wall Street Journal reports the filing is saying. Maxwell says that Crumble has an incredible company, and that he's been a big fan of theirs. He says they didn't use Crumble, but they planned to leverage them whatever that means. We looked at Crumble's model and a lot of other cookie models, and we took what was good and tried to improve. 
That's what capitalism is, Maxwell said. Crumble has more than 600 shops in 47 states. They started in Utah in 2017. So in five years, they've grown to 600 shops. That's impressive. Meanwhile, Dirty Dough has seven shops and is currently in two states. So they're starting out. However, when the lawsuit was filed, Dirty Dough only had one store. Maybe we could just sue them out of existence because they don't have money for legal fees. But, I mean, it's really boosted us, Maxwell said. (laughs) So Maxwell is saying the lawsuit might have gained them uh, some attention and perhaps uh, allowed more people to know they exist. And they call that the Streisand effect. The Streisand effect. Where you start screaming about how you want to be left alone. People look at you and go, huh? (laughs) And more, more people look at you. And I know, I know, it goes back to an aerial photography thing with Barbara Streisand, but you can look that up if you want to. But the real question is, somebody comes up with a really, really good business idea. A really good business idea. It's not invention. It's just, it's just a really, really good business idea. Somebody comes up with that good business idea. Other people look at it and go, wow, look how much money they're making. I could do that. And I'll give you an example that, that pops into my mind. I'm from Michigan. And in Michigan, um, I know where the Domino's World Headquarters is. Drive by it quite often. It's out near Ann Arbor. Uh, Little Caesars Pizza is a huge, huge presence and entity in Michigan. They're focused mainly in Detroit, but they've also got other things now that the family does, the family that founded Little Caesars Pizza. And so you got Domino's and Little Caesars, two companies that, that make pizzas. Now, here's the thing. I remember... When I was younger, and you'd call a pizza place and order a pizza, and they'd charge you for it, and you'd tip the driver, and you'd eat your pizza. And I remember when Little Caesars was around, and I remember when Domino's was around, and all of a sudden there's these other pizza places popping up. And then Little Caesars went with Pizza Pizza. You ordered one pizza, you got one free. And then suddenly they're all doing that. And you realize why they're doing that because somebody realized, oh, the pizza only costs us like 12 cents in ingredients. And we sell it for $9. Uh, we can give you two for nine bucks. We st- still make almost as much money, just not 12 cents. <laughs> the boxes probably cost more than the pizzas do. And so somebody says, oh, next thing you know, they're all doing it. And first of all was the idea of pizza delivery. It's a food that travels well. And we'll survive a trip in a car for 20 minutes or a half hour, however long it takes to get it to your house. And it's a high profit margin. The ingredients in a pizza are de minimis. Uh, so you got to pay someone to, to slap it together and put it in a box after it's been cooked. And you pay, you know, someone else drives it out there and delivers it. And the profit margin is huge. So next thing you know is pizza places all over the place, all competing with each other. So Domino's and Little Caesars are, are the two big ones. But there's also... Hungry Howie's, there's Jets, there's Dolly's, there's all these pizza places. And each one claims to have a slightly different angle. I mean, at one point in time, Domino's whole thing was just simply how fast we'll get it to your house. We'll get it to your house in half an hour. If not, it's free. And later on, they changed it towards a discount. And later on, they just dropped it all together. <laughs> but the point is that they had to come up with some non-pizza way to sell their pizzas. And... Some of the ideas, if they're good enough, the other companies just, oh, we'll, we'll do that too. We'll do that too. So when you go to order a pizza now, the number of pizza places out there, it's, it's, they're all over the place. 
So a gourmet cookie store, if that's what, in fact, these places are, uh, number one, we've had those before. And, and number two, what really makes your cookies that different? So the main gist of this article can't be that we have a gourmet cookie store and so do they. Well, you don't own the idea of a gourmet cookie store. However, if you've got recipes that you've actually got under lock and key, figuratively speaking, and somebody steals those and gives them to your competitor, you do have the legal right to go after the person who stole it and to go after the competitor if they're using your stolen stuff. So that's the big if in this story. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. I can tell you right now that, that these kinds of places come and go. Um, but, I mean, I can name for you, you know, Mrs. Fields, Famous Amos, you know, places that there were cookie places that you could go and buy cookies. Some of them made it, some of them didn't. You had got your Krispy Kreme with the donuts, right? I remember when Krispy Kreme was the hottest thing going. They didn't have any in Michigan for a while. And all of a sudden they showed up in Michigan. And, oh, my God, people are screaming and yelling about Krispy Kreme donuts. Donuts. Month later, the stores have closed. So I <laughs> don't know what to tell you. But we'll see what happens. But as of right now, Crumble, by the way, C-R-U-M-B-L, no E. The E is not only silent, it's invisible. C-R-U-M-B-L. They've got more than 600 shops in 47 states. So they're doing something right, assuming they can maintain that. And we'll see if that happens. But as of right now, it looks like there's litigation happening between Crumble and Dirty Dough. And uh, Crumble is the one with the 600 shops, and Dirty Dough is the one that started out with one, uh, but, but they, are, they are growing as it is, but they, they, they now have seven. So we'll see what happens. But that's the News Nation now. Recipe for a lawsuit. Cookie Company Sue's rival, Liz Jasmine and Leland Vitter wrote it. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Excellence is a habit acquired by continuous improvement on the little things you do with a firm belief that it's going to be better than before.